And we are live! Please allow me to introduce myself. I am Ed Rom, and welcome to the Giant Viking Football Show. Today our segment is going to be on my predictions for the top 10 picks in the upcoming NFL Draft. NFL Draft is less than two weeks away. It is right around the corner and I cannot wait. Couch, get ready. Here I come. I am going to be glued to the TV set, talking to my friend Trent Saferit all day long, going through our mock drafts and our predictions to see how we did. I have not done a full mock draft yet where I went through the whole first round. Uh, I have only done up to about 15 to 20 picks uh, that, that I feel pretty good about. But I want to give a sample today and just give you a taste of what I'm thinking. And that's going to be through the top 10. So without further ado, let's get started. Let's get right into the picks. The Cleveland Browns have acquired the number one pick by being the Cleveland Browns. They have been atrocious since I've been alive. Uh, and they were, they're at least consistent. They're consistently atrocious. And they were last year in 2017. So now's their time. They're on the clock. They've got the number one pick. And if they don't go quarterback, people might burn Cleveland down. So I'm going to help Cleveland out. I'm going to throw them a bone. No pun intended. And I'm going to take Sam Darnold, quarterback out of USC. This is the safest pick they can make, I believe. He's not necessarily the highest quarterback that I have rated. Um, I'll get to that uh, when the pick comes. But I think Sam Darnold's the pick here because all I'm hearing is that the choices are either going to be Sam Darnold or Josh Allen, and they are torn 50-50. I don't understand this at all. I have Darnold in a much higher grade than I do Josh Allen, and I just think at some point in time somebody with a, a little bit of sanity in the war room says, guys, let's not take a chance on the guy with the list of issues that goes 10 deep. Let's get the guy that can come in and be our franchise quarterback. You know, he can sit a year behind Tyrod Taylor, barring injury, and get the system under his belt. Uh, Sam Darnold is that guy. He's the guy for Cleveland. You have to take him first. You can't, take, you can't take Josh Allen. There's just too many concerns. So with the number one pick, the Cleveland Browns take Sam Darnold. So now to my favorite pick in the draft, my team, the New York Giants. Go Big Blue. Number two pick in the draft. We didn't have a great year either, so I know I'm going to get some hate on uh, ripping on the Browns a little bit when my team is picking second. But it's not where we usually pick people. Last time we picked Lawrence Taylor at that spot. That was a few years ago, so cut me a little bit of slack. But what I think we're going to do with the number two pick, and I, I, this is mainly based on Dave Gettleman. He really likes to attack the trenches, whether it be the defensive or the offensive side of the ball in the draft. I, I think he stays with that philosophy, and I think we acquire Bradley Chubb, defensive end, NC State. There's a lot of players that are being kicked around here. Saquon Barkley... Uh, and um, Saquon Barkley and Quentin Nelson are the main two that you hear the Giants could also take. I think if Sam Darnold was still here, I think he'd be in the mix for a possibility for the Giants. But a lot of people have said the, the draft really starts with the Giants, and I tend to agree with that because there's so many different things they can do. But I think Bradley Chubb is the choice, and the reason why he is the choice is because you can pick up a running back in the second round. You can pick up an offensive lineman in the second round that are pretty quality. The drop-off from defensive ends happens pretty severely fast in the middle of the first round, I think. 
Um, so I think the Giants go and get a guy that they know they can't get a, a B version of early in the second round. I think they could maybe land a Will Hernandez on the offensive line in the second round. Maybe they can get a Darius Geis uh, running back out of LSU in the second round. But I, they, you cannot get another Bradley Chubb. You, ju- you just can't. So the Giants, my Giants, take Bradley Chubb with a second pick in the draft. And probably the only time I get off the couch other than go to the bathroom uh, is made when this pick happens and I leap up and say, yes. Yes, let's go. And I go and put on my Brandon Jacobs jersey. That's what's going to happen, I hope. All right, number three pick. The other team in New York, the Jets. God bless them. Um, You know, they've had a rough time. They need a quarterback. They have got to go and get Josh Rosen with this pick, the chosen one. You've got to get Josh Rosen here. If they don't get Josh Rosen, it's just... I, I almost feel sorry for him. Uh, Josh Rosen is the pick because I love his tape. The things he does at the line and reading the defense and, and audibling out of uh, out of bad plays and getting into good ones, he is the most pro-ready quarterback in this draft right away. I mean, it, it's him. It's got to be his pick because they need somebody that can come in and play right away. They do not have a bona fide starter on that team, and they have been missing for so long. I would love for the Jets to get a quarterback that can hold the franchise down for about 10 years or so, give or take. I know there's a little bit of durability concerns with Josh Rosen, but protect him. I don't know. Go offensive line for the next however many years you got to go, but protect him. Josh Rosen is the pick here. He is a franchise difference maker. He has Andrew Luck wrinkles in his game. He has a little bit of Eli Manning that I see. Um, everybody that I can ever think to compare him to is a guy that's been an all-pro or won a Super Bowl or is just a, such a rare talent, you just cannot pass up the opportunity to get Rosen with this third pick. Jets, I hope you're listening to me. Don't blow this one. Josh Rosen, number three. Fourth pick is the Browns again. The Browns now are going to take the number one talent in the draft, and that's Saquon Barkley from Penn State, the running back. If you saw this guy's combine, you are already wowed with him probably if you're watching the combine for one like I am. You're already a football nerd, so you know who this guy is. He's not sneaking up on you. But when you watch his combine, it's like, good Lord. Like This guy is finishing in the top three of the combine stats in almost every category. The guy is a monster. He's a playmaker, and in this day and age, for the Browns, and any other team, you need more than one running back. Every NFL team is a two-running back system for the most part. There is very few guys that just, it's a one-running back system. There's very few guys that can carry that load. It just, it just doesn't happen anymore, not in today's game. I know they picked up Carlos Hyde uh, in the offseason, and that would deter some, some experts from saying that, that Barkley would go one or he would go four. But if Barkley is on the board at four and you're taking the best player in the draft, can you go wrong? That's the choice. I mean, that is the obvious choice right there. Now you've landed your quarterback in Sam Darnold and you've got Saquon Barkley at four. Sounds good to me. Sign me up for that. Yes. I hope the Browns sprint to the podium to make that pick. Okay, number five, the Denver Broncos. I think the Broncos trade out of this pick. 
I really do. I think this is where the Bills trade up with their 12 and 22nd pick to get the quarterback that they covet, which I believe to be Josh Allen, and they trade up to get that pick. So with the fifth pick, I have the Bills, the Buffalo Bills taking quarterback out of Wyoming, Josh Allen. He has the strong arm. Uh, he has the big body frame that should fit well in a cold weather environment like Buffalo is. It completely gets them away from the Tyrod Taylor system. I know a lot of people are saying they're going to hold on to the pick and get Lamar Jackson, but do you really get Lamar Jackson after you've had Tyrod Taylor for a while? I, it's, it's like Cleveland picking Lamar Jackson with one of the first couple picks. Now, if Cleveland traded up with their first pick in the second round to get Lamar Jackson, and they did something crazy like Saquon Barkley number one, and then Quentin Nelson or Bradley Chubb at four, and then traded up to get Lamar Jackson, then that's the that's the best draft that I've seen in forever. That that would just blow my mind. But Cleveland's not that smart. So and they've already taken Sam Darnold in mind, which has got to be official. So with the fifth pick. Bills move up, take Josh Allen. They take the big arm. Everybody that has seen this guy throw on pro day or individual workouts is just raving about his arm talent and arm strength. So we'll see how it we see how it works out. But in this case, the Bills take Josh Allen number five. So with the sixth pick, the Colts are on the board, and with the Colts on the clock, I think they would love to have Bradley Chubb fall. But being as he got picked number two by the Giants uh, in this mock draft, I think they go offensive line to protect their biggest investment in their whole franchise right now, which is Andrew Luck. And I think they get the best offensive lineman in the draft, which is Quentin Nelson, offensive guard out of Notre Dame, possibly the best offensive line prospect in the last 20 years or so, maybe more. The, the, the read on this guy is just crazy. Uh, the reviews are, are through the roof. Uh, he has my highest grade uh, of everyone in the draft and is probably my favorite player in the draft, just me personally. Um, so you can't go wrong here if the Colts take uh, Quentin Nelson and land the pick that really solidifies that offensive line and helps out Andrew Luck to stay alive just a little bit more because he's been running for his life way too much for a guy that pretty much is carrying the whole franchise on his back. Number seven pick, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers stay close to home, and they pick Derwin James, safety out of Florida State. An absolute stud. This guy can play. He is a captain of a defense. If not day one, it is not going to take him long. He is going to be a difference maker on the defensive side of the ball. They need that. They need to get uh, a stronger defense to help hold things and get the ball back in Jameis Winston's hands. They had a rough year last year. I love Derwin James. I, I, there's so much about him I like. I, I think he's underrated uh, with his coverage. He can come up and make the tackle. I, I love when he gets up and he blitzes off the edge. Uh, I love Derwin James. Uh, if you ever saw the... It's not, it's not hard knocks, but it's an episode that's like that um, where it's like inside Florida State football. If you ever get a chance to watch that, check that out because you will see all about who Derwin James is. And it's the year he gets injured and he's out and how much of a leader he is and a captain. That guy has just an infectious, like positive attitude that you need on your team. He is a difference maker. Derwin James has shot up the board. 
you know, not a ton, but, you know, to move up to where he was projected before, which was, you know, anywhere from 11 to 15 and moving up into the top 10, that's a big deal at that spot. And that's where I see him going. Derwin James, number seven to the Bucks. Number eight pick, duh, Bears. Bears are on the clock at eight. Where are they going to go? I, I, I would have... I would definitely say that if Quentin Nelson would slip, they would take him. Uh, there's no way Bradley Chubb would slip that far, but if Bradley Chubb was there, they'd go there. But those guys are gone. I even think that they would go Derwin James if he was there, but he's also gone. So what's the next best thing to Derwin James? To me, that's Minka Fitzpatrick, a guy that you can pretty much play as a queen on the chessboard. He can play corner. He can play safety. He can cover the slot guy. You can put him on the best X receiver if that's what you want to do. You can put him on the best Z receiver if that's what you want to do. Blitz him. Let him tackle. Move him to safety. Whatever you need to do, you're basically picking up two players. And when you're making a 55-man roster, you need guys that can play multiple positions. This guy is exactly that. And he has played for Nick Saban under the best college program for the last eight, eight years or so. He's pro-ready. He's an absolute stud. This is a no-brainer for me. Congratulations to the Bears, who happen to be my brother's favorite team. So congratulations also to one of my family members. Bears get Minka Fitzpatrick. Celebrate, because that's a great pick. Number nine, the 49ers. All right, 49ers. What are they going to do? Because I, I, I think the 49ers have Derwin James and Minka Fitzpatrick as their guys. I think that's what they were planning on going they're not there. So instead of getting a safety or a corner, if you call him Minka Fitzpatrick a corner, I think they get Denzel Ward, the best cover corner in the draft out of Ohio State. And the reason you get him is because you just signed Richard Sherman, a veteran who can teach a young guy some of the tricks of the trade. And you already locked down one side of the field with Richard Sherman. It's not the Richard Sherman of a few years ago. He is not the best corner in the game anymore. But still, if you have a secondary that has Denzel Ward and Richard Sherman on the corners, man, that's tough. That is tough on a quarterback. I think that's where the Niners need to go. Denzel Ward is the pick. He's a freak athlete. A little bit undersized, but he is a freak athlete. Sticks to you like glue. I love that pick. Love it, love it for the Niners. That is the pick to make. All right, last pick. Number 10, the Raiders. Every draft I have seen has Roquan Smith going to the Raiders at 10. There's only one sure thing I know in sports. When every single person says this is what's going to happen, that's not what happens. And I'm going to make it so in this draft. And I'm going to blow some people's minds in this. I'm going to take a guy that I love and Tate that I just fell in love with. And that is defensive end slash linebacker, Harold Landry, Boston College. I think this is the guy to pair with Khalil Mack that gives you another edge rusher uh, that is just a little bit more polished to me than Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith is a tackling machine. I'm not going to say he isn't. Uh, I love Roquan Smith as well. But I have just heard so much Roquan Smith going 10 to the Raiders that it just makes me think it's got to be something else. And that is almost the main reason why I'm saying Roquan Smith is not the pick here. But let me talk about Harold Landry 
This guy can play the three position and outside in a 4-3. You, you can let him stand up and, and uh, play the linebacker position in a 3-4. That gives you versatility. Again, talking about a guy that can play multiple positions to help fill your roster with less people. That is always a great advantage. He finds his way to the quarterback. He can stop the run. He's a good tackler himself. And I think there's a ton of growth potential for Harold Landry, more so than Roquan Smith, uh, because Harold Landry had 16 and a half sacks as a junior. He had a little bit of injury problem his senior year, didn't have the senior year everybody was expecting. And I think that's why people are projecting him to fall into the 20s. But I watch the tape and I don't see it. I see an absolute NFL all-pro talent in Harold Landry. So I am taking Harold Landry, number 10, to the Oakland Raiders uh, to play under Chucky John Gruden himself. And I think Gruden uh, will be tickled to death with this pick. And this is the one I think he's going to make. It's what I think is going to happen. Anyway, that concludes uh, my predictions for the top 10 picks in the upcoming NFL Draft. I hope all of you enjoy the draft and whatever team is your team. I hope they pick the guy you want and you don't go crazy uh, like I did when they didn't pick Aaron Donald and they picked some guy I'd never heard of named Odell Beckham Jr. So stuff like that happens sometimes. So don't go too crazy when they don't pick the guy that you're that you're looking for or you haven't heard of. Look up his video first and then make your decision. Thanks for listening so much. As always, guys. Go Big Blue.